This thing has a weird bulbous sack on top of a motel bed. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Italian Podcast brought to you by us over at adzhorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. I'm Detective Ranson. Detective Freddy Ranson. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is another guy for whom this isn't the first time he's been a dentist. It's Mark. Hel- Hello. Yes. <laughs> we know. Yes. For, for those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2018's Life Changer, which the was a jack pick. Is it the Life Changer? Yeah. You add the to things that don't have the, and you don't add the. Wait, is it really the, it's life, the changer? life Changer? Well, so that's that. that's a point of contention because nope. the one, the, the, the screenshot mm. thing that Netflix has shows the Life Changer. On IMDb, it's just Life Changer, and the poster is just Life Changer. I don't know. I saw a poster that said the. I go so with there posters. are two different posters that say two oh, different things. My God, this is the most horror movie thing ever. <laughs> IMDbus says Life Changer. The poster I'm looking at says the Life Changer, as did. Yeah, Netflix. and it's also not clear it came out in 2018, but uh, so this is this is quite a horror. Also, movie. who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. In any case, that was a Jack pick into which we will dive very soon. And fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash A to Z horror, A-T-O-Z horror, and support the show at your level of choosing. Get some cool perks for your troubles. But hey, if you can't swing that now or just don't want to, no worries. We just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us. But for now, it's time to to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Yes. What are your beers for these fears, for the life changer fears? Oh, I'm going to go on a whole journey with you. Yeah, you okay. walked in with like four different cans of beer. I have beer. a lot of beers. Okay. <laughs> I am, okay. Uh, uh, fuck. So first up, piece. first up, we got a couple of dead guys, but there's a twist because I'm going to drink them all out of one glass. Think about it. Bad. No, that's great. What are you talking about? Did you pour two dead guy ales into one glass? No, you got to do it one at a time. So you're not drinking them all out of one glass. No, I'm drinking. I will be drinking them out of the same glass as the night progresses. Moving. I drink a lot of beers out out of the same glass. <laughs> I just so happen to wash it most times in between. Right. I'm just. Like a it's it's a, it's a very good performative thing for the episode. The next one I'm drinking is Outlaw yeah. Milk Stout. This guy's an outlaw. Much of well, this entity is an outlaw. Much of the uh, film is based around it trying to stay hidden from the authorities. And lastly, I'm going to wind up at a dangerous farmhouse ale, which is obviously where this shapeshifter dude goes to burn his bodies. A dangerous farm? I mean, the farmhouse itself isn't particularly dangerous. You probably don't want to end up there, though, as another That's human. true. Um, I think we need to implement a rule on the max number of different beers you can have. Because okay. I don't like this arms race of, like, in it a is year escalating we're have quickly. seven beers yeah. for a movie. Like, just pick a good beer. I'll say I mean, this. Anyway. I'll say this. Historically, the multi beer selections in the Patreon poll don't do particularly well, so I might no, just be don't. hurting myself. You we'll might we'll be. find out. You're right. You I just I'm not an advocate for the precedent that we're setting of again a year from now. Yeah, well, you're sitting over there with a couple of different beers. So okay, why don't you tell me about your one beer? Uh, yeah, I'm drinking a Worthy IPA uh, from Bend, Oregon, from the Worthy Brewing Company. This is a movie. It's just Worthy. There's no the. <laughs> It, but it is the Worthy about. Brewing Company. It's, okay, fine. 
That, that was absolutely lowercase correct. t. Yes. Uh, yeah, but you say things. There's too many thes attributed to things that you say. I don't like it. Go. You're, no, you're just too sensitive to it today. I'm so sensitive. You're very sensitive. sensitive it's like a magic. puffy coat. You're a snowflake. Yeah. <laughs> you are a snowflake. Definitely millennial snowflake. snowflake. Yeah. Um, in any case, I am drinking worthy because this is a movie about being worthy. First. The whole early chunk of this movie is about him finding a worthy vessel to woo this woman with whom he's in love. And then later you find out that eventually this movie is about him deciding he's not worthy to continue killing other people and letting his body wither and die. But then finding out that that's all it took for him to be worthy and continue surviving in the world. Albeit as an old man, but still. Spoilers. We said spoilers. I'm just saying spoilers again. Yeah, spoilers again. The spoilers. The spoilers. Uh, so this is a movie about being worthy. I picked a worthy beer from Worthy Brewing Company. Jake! I like how you didn't say the that time. Yeah, no, Either that time, time I didn't. It yeah. made me feel happy inside <laughs> as you transitioned to me. Uh, I do have two, as you noted, Jack. One is it's Fremont Beer, head full of fresh hops. This guy needs fresh bodies. This thing? Is he a thing or a guy? I think we can say guy. He okay. identifies he, as male. He appears to, yeah. yeah the, narrator, okay, the narrator is definitely male, and he shows up at the end as an old man, so I mean... Well, and he, he not identify. started might... life as a male boy. I'm just saying, it might not be his pronoun. No. Okay, whatever. Uh, this is head full of fresh hops. He needs to find fresh vessels like we talked about, and he hops from vessel to vessel throughout the movie. But what this movie is really about is uh, my ultimate beer selection here, which is called After the Love Has Gone. I'm, I mean, you find out what happens when he ultimately gets together with his love, who he's been seeking the whole movie, and what happens when that whole thing falls apart. This is one of the ever-rotating series of beers that Woodland Empire does in Boise. Yeah. And what I really set out to do for this movie was find one, find a beer. It really wasn't, didn't need to be Woodland, but it could have been anyone who does that series of beers where it's like each one is different. And every time they put one out, it's a new thing. I like that second half of the shoehorning better than the first half of the shoehorning. Of which beer? Of the second beer. Cool. Yeah. I like, uh, I like, I like I, you did a better job explaining why this kind of, kind of beer that's like one I did in a it series. Ba- I did it backwards. I was going to get whatever I could find, and this was what I could find. Yeah. Um, but I thought that the name was apropos. It, yeah. Okay. I see. There's that. Yeah. So that was like number three in the in list of importance. All right. You thought that <laughs> the name was appropriate? Yeah. <laughs> Say that one once. I did. Thanks. <laughs> Good work. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And hey, if you are a patron, you get to vote on who did the worst job of pairing the beers with the movie, these beers with these fears. And then you also get to vote on uh, what movie the losers have to watch. But hey, boys, drinking beers and watching uh, The Life Changer isn't the only thing we've done at the course of the It's just Life Changer, apparently. (laughs) It's both. It's either. (laughs) We might have also experienced some other shit in the horror world. So why don't we cue that sound effect and first pay up on some Lost Beers for Fears stuff. Ah! Yeah, it's a sound effect I met. Mmm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you jackass! Mark, do you have anything to pay up on here? Or are you still sitting pretty, riding on a high of never losing for inexplicable reasons? I so I am on the hook to watch the mist. Uh, I don't know if we're watching the colored one or the black and white one. Uh, I think I was thinking of the fog last the week when we started yeah, when, one. When you said the they, old one, they <laughs> when colored I said the old one. I think I was thinking of the fog versus whatever. Uh, yeah, we got to watch the mist. Uh, me and Jack have to do that. Obviously, I I lose so much more than either of you guys. It's wild. It's true, <laughs> but you haven't watched it yet. 
I have not watched it yet. It's I to to pull back the curtain. We pushed the recording up a day. My plan was to watch it tonight, but I, I you know we're recording, so boom. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I have I owe two. I guess I owe three now. If I have to watch the mist with Mark, but I've watched one of the three. I owe. I keep putting off Lords of Chaos because it's really long and it looks like one I want to pay attention to. Um, so I keep putting that one off. But I did watch 2018's Halloween. We shared that one. We sure did. So, Jake, I'm curious if you watched that as well. This is one we both lost for Carnival of Souls. Yep. And I'm going to blame this entirely on uh, patron Larry because I happened to uh, to know he told me that he wanted to fuck me on this. And he used a vote just to tie it up. Oh, so I wouldn't lose by myself. Right. Like I do most of the time. Oh, yeah. Like you do most of the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? In any I, case. I watched the movie. Yeah, we're, we're there. We can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, this is a movie what that's been think? remade a couple of times. So what? The poll was all remakes, I think. And Halloween Remakes of won. horror classics. Yeah. Staples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Child's Play was in the running. I think it tied with Child's Play too. We had tie. We had a tie between you and me for losers, and then we had a tie in terms of movies that the Patreon selected. Patrons selected. Oh, so we picked. We picked Halloween because, frankly, I was more interested in watching the 2018 Halloween. Yeah, uh, it is. If you have HBO, it is available to stream on HBO Now or HBO Go or whatever other HBO stuff there is. You can it's, do that. Uh, it's pronounced HBO. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake, what'd you think of this movie? We both watched it. Uh, better than I expected it would be. Okay. I didn't mind this movie. Uh, it, it was as gory as I expected it to be, and then some, I think. I disagree with you. I mean, it was as gory it, as I expected. I did not like this movie. I did not particularly hmm. enjoy watching it. I had almost no problems with watching it. I mean, it was a Halloween movie. It, yeah, I mean, I had no problems. Well, I, Nothing is technically wrong with it, right? Okay. It's filmed well. It's so boring, though. Like... I'm uninterested in what's happening. None of it is framed like the original Michael Myers, right? When even stuff's in broad daylight, he's like in the background of shots, just kind of menacing there. This one's always just like full center frame, Michael Myers there. Blah. Almost. And I don't care. I'm Almost so... It's also like... There's so this, this is Halloween fatigue for you. Yes, I think it is Halloween fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I didn't think there was anything really wrong with this movie. It's just... It's a it's a Halloween movie. It does not need to exist. Jamie Lee Curtis was there. It, she had a hell of a house. She had a hell of a house. A compound. <laughs> yeah. If you will. You know. I did not enjoy watching this movie. Like at all? Uh, yeah, not really. I mean, Dude, like... Wow. I didn't have any... I didn't dislike any of it, but I did the whole time. Like, I... I don't know why I'd ever. I would never recommend this to anyone ever. I would. There's. There's no reason to watch this, as far as I'm concerned. It's I, better than at this point. I think most of the Halloween movies. I agree. I agree too. But okay. <laughs> but in your opinion, there should be two Halloween movies. Three. What's the third? Are you an H2O guy? I'm an H2O Fucking guy. Yeah. H2O. H2O wow. I like Halloween. I like Halloween three, and I like H2O. Ugh. But also. It pissed me off that they just, like, decided to reboot the whole franchise, too, and, like, retcon everything past the first one and also have Jamie Lee Curtis in it and just, I don't know, man. It's just this or Rob Zombie. <sighs> this one. Yeah. No mm. shit. Rob Zombie. <laughs> no shit. Rob Zombie's the correct answer. Are you serious? You like that more than this? I actually do like the Rob Zombie version. I don't know why everyone hates on it so much. It's a pretty good movie. I, I mean, because Rob Zombie's movies are mostly trash other than Devil's Rejects, so... That's why he's got some. He's got some winners. We should do a Rob Zombie movie one of these days. Devil's Rejects done. House of a Thousand Corpses. That one's fine. It's kind of like a Rob Zombie music video, which isn't all bad. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick three Rob Zombie movies for the next draft. Shit. 
<laughs> Patrons, you have a momentous task. <laughs> what? In any case, that's the only one I've got to pay up on. Jake, do you have anything else you got to no, pay up on? I'm actually caught up. I am actually caught up. Wow, look at yeah, you. For look a moment. Guy. It's because you don't, lose, you don't lose that much. Oh, my God, shut up. <laughs> All right, let's get into our regular beer. Nope, our regular What's Been Rocking, our horror world Our regular segment. beers for rocking horror worlds. Scatman's World. All right, Mark, talk to us about what has been rocking your horror world. I got two for you. The first off was one of the ones that I've been wanting to watch for all of 2019 that I wanted to get done before the omnibus. Uh, this was Escape Room, or The Escape Room, as you might call it. I might. Is... I, what's the actual no, title? No. Escape Room. Okay. Escape Room. <laughs> Escape uh, Room. Yeah. <laughs> um, this, is, this I got as a Blu-ray in the mail, but you can easily, like... This you can rent this from anywhere at this point. It was just it finally climbed to the top of the queue and came to my house, which was nice. Um, this was exactly what I was expecting, in a nice, <laughs> satisfying way. It's it's cube meets saw. It's ex- it's it's like exactly what you were expecting, um, and in that way, it's a pretty good movie. It's nice. Look, it's entertaining. It's a tight package. Look- both Cube and Saw are very good movies, and both are underrated. So if this is the quality of both Cube and Saw, like... I've heard nothing good about this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. This You're is not talking to the right people. This is, well, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just reading people, which is probably the first mistake. He just stares at someone and gets a gets a vibe from based on their facial tone. I give no expressions. It's an the ocular people, The people who keep sitting across from me in the bus hate this movie. Basically, yes. That's what I'm gathering. It's my um, daily interaction. Mark, there's no bus system in Boise. Look, it's not gonna it's not gonna like blow your mind or change the game or anything like that. Like it's it's late stage saw and late stage cube in that it's like polished entertainment, but nothing like totally crazy or jaw dropping, right? Like better or worse than truth or dare. Oh my god, which one was truth or dare? The one about Truth or Dare. <laughs> it was the one. There were actually two versions of Truth or Dare. I'm speaking about the good version of Truth the or Dare. The one with like the smiles no. that are big. Yeah. Oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, sorry. Uh, better than that. Definitively better than that. Oh, wow. Okay. Truth or Dare wasn't like. I mean, I'm just trying to gauge whether it's like actually good or whether it's like kind of teen fun movie good. Better or worse than 2018 Halloween? Totally different, but better. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I, I accept all of those answers. I would put okay. this in the same vein. I liked the I liked Belko experiment more, but I would put it in like sort of a similar category to that one, where it's just have like s- dumb fun kind of. Have you seen Mayhem? Which one's Mayhem? Is that the one with the the other one in the office with Glenn from The Walking Dead? Yeah, and what's her name? No, they're commercials for an insurance company. It stars the guy from Thirty <laughs> Rock, guy, the Mayhem guy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, I have seen Mayhem. This is better than Mayhem, worse than Belko Experiment. Got Not it. that this has anything to do with murdering your coworkers. I was just sort of like the level of silly, like pomp and circumstance type shit associated with this one. <laughs> pomp and circumstance. <laughs> okay, like, like it, it, it's, it's a polished da, da, package da, 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 that's in the same vein da, da. as as da. Saw or Cube. Like that's the setup for it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. No, I. It's Jake's it's very similar to Jigsaw. Of of you, but it's very similar to Jigsaw, like the newer Saw one. That, but just not as dark. You're gonna have to stop doing it, Jake. You're gonna have to stop. <laughs> um, it's a bed. It's a bed. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't a bed. You only did it every time he started talking. Yeah, I had to bed him. I don't want to bed ambient like white noise. <laughs> that's the point of that's a bed. Stupid. No, oh, you bed God. the whole thing. Jesus. Fuck. Just cut me out and bed the real thing. Do it. <laughs> 
No. Fix it. I uh, know. You, you know he can't it. do that without muting himself because we don't have a sound and well, audio. Well, he didn't need to right? talk either. <laughs> it was fine. He just bet it, dude. It's fine. Just, Jack, you heard it. Just bet it. Just bet it. It's just bet, just it. bet it, man. Uh, okay, Mark, what else you got? The Midnight Man? Does, do either of you remember what this was? I nope. remember the name The Midnight Man. Yeah. This has been, well, there this was, on So there are two separate movies called The Midnight Man that came out pretty close to each other. I don't understand how that can happen. Um, this was the one starring Lin Shay and Robert England. Yes. Um, or at least featuring Lin Shay and Robert England, set in a mansion where you summon the Midnight Man as part of a game, and then oh. you play a game against the Midnight Man for your life. Yeah, um, okay. Is this un- uncorked? No, it's actually not uncorked. Uh, this, I don't know what the production company was, but y- if you want to see this one, this is uh, on Hulu. It was part of the Huluween thing. This had been floating on my to-watch list. I think it was my Dark Horse from however long ago. That was a <laughs> brutal. Okay. Um, and when it popped up on Hulu, I was like, oh my God, I'm fine. Cool. I'll finally watch this. Uh, I don't regret watching it. They come out, like the first, o- the opening scene comes hard in the paint. And then the rest of the movie kind of like is just a little bit of a coast from there. But this is still this was still like an okay one. It's kind of B horror, low budget, stupid game horror. I've I, I'm on the record as saying like this type of movie really tickles my fancy. The one where there's just like Apparently. okay, we're playing it, we're playing a game now, and there are completely arbitrary rules, and you can cheat or not cheat. Sometimes if you cheat, you just explode. You know, whatever, like that type of shit. <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> like it. yeah, I fucking love those movies. And this is one of them, and it features Lin Shay and Robert England. So, you know, you got some chops there, too. When you described a movie that goes hard in the paint at the very beginning and then kind of coast from there, I was thinking of Ghost Ship. Oh, my God. Ghost Ship is the <laughs> champion of that category. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Ghost Ship, the, the movie you only have to watch the first 90 seconds of, and then you can turn off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that was, that was the Midnight Man. It's on Hulu. It's a tenuous recommend if you want like a good background B horror kind of turn your brain off type movie. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty solid. Sure. Yeah. Jake, do you want to go next? Do you want me to go next? I only have one so I can go. All right. It's fine. Uh, I'm still trying to watch all the movies that I'm putting on the list as needing to see this year that have come out this year. Yes, you I'm trying to watch all yet? the movies I put on my list as needing to see as well. That's what those lists How ostensibly should that? be. How are you doing with your list? Uh, better than last year. Not great. Listener, you can't see this, but both of them are gesturing furiously at each other when they're trying to elaborate on how their lists work. My list is humongous. For the record, I was just trying to elaborate on how lists in general work, which seems to elude Jake. Crossing things off a list is the best feeling on the planet. I agree with that. Uh, So I just, my, I make my list overly long for that reason alone. Uh, one of the movies on that list. list is Little Monsters. Came out this year. Lupita Nyong'o. Came out like zombies. last month, didn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. This looked great. I know. Uh, did not like it at all. Uh-oh. Oh, Actually, womp, womp. I'm I'm hearing quite a bit about. I'm hearing quite a bit of good things about it. Uh, this is. It hit me in the wrong way in two separate ways. One of which is that it leans very heavily into the com- comedic side, and you could get that from the trailer, and that's what I was hopeful for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has I mean, isn't something... it Josh Gad? I mean, yeah. what are you expecting? Well, I okay, yes, but it didn't work in this movie for me. And then ah, secondarily, the movie has to, for the reason, for I mean, the, the reason is clear, like this, the story that they developed, it, it, it features a large group of children, 
extremely heavily, and that is a very difficult sell, it turns out. <laughs> I didn't think about that enough, and when I got into the movie and was like in it, it was a problem. Yeah, it's me. hard to do. I mean, you're talking like 27-year-olds. It, yeah. it was brutal. Not, hold on. Quantity equals 20. Unit equals seven-year-olds, not 27-year-olds. They're not 27 years old. 20 seven-year-olds. Yeah, Seven-year-olds of which there are 20. Got it. Much yes. better. Thank you. Might yeah, I and, recommend ooh. an There's alternate like, child-themed zombie movie that I think might be better? Sure. I mean, I probably won't watch it because it's a zombie movie, but whatever. It's true. You hate zombie movies. If you're ever in the mood again to watch a zombie movie, have you ever seen the movie Cooties? With Elijah Wood? Hell yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he's definitely not the zombie guy. That's why he hasn't seen every zombie movie. I'm the Elijah Wood guy. Come on. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. Well, anyway. that's what, that was going to be my recommendation. Cooties is pretty good. Anyway, this is not a bad movie. It just landed really poorly with me. Okay. So I actually, I might recommend this to people if you are okay with children, I think is what I'm going to draw the line at. Good. Cool. Cool. Well, I mean, I'm trying to be honest here. I'm yeah. all about the honest reality. Like, I don't know. It's hey, a, fair enough. You gotta, fair I enough. thought it was annoying. Did you say how you watched it? Hulu. Hulu. Nice. Okay. Wow. That That's was a Hulu exclusive, Hulu. right? That was part of their like big push. They dropped like four yeah. movies in the month of October. Yep. Agree. Not agreed. Not agreed. Just correct. Nice. I like that. I, too, have one feature-length film to talk about, but I also have one short to talk about. This is one that the director just like emailed us, like, hey, check this out. So I did. This is a short film called Good Works. It's a horror short. If you like YouTube Good Works horror or whatever, I'm sure it'll come up. I'm glad it's not like a dramedy. It's definitely not a not dramedy. Not a place for that. Yeah. This, uh, the, the director is DJ Remark. Remark. I don't know if that's his name or that's an... I'm just guessing it's a pseudonym, DJ Remark. I'm sure that's someone's but, name. Yeah, probably. Either way. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with how good this was. It's definitely super low budget, but the filming, like the cinematography and sound is really, really good. It's like really professional quality, which was fantastic. The limitations come in when like there's an eyeball that you can see like is a, you know, like a plastic eyeball. You can see the sheen on the plastic of it. So there's limitations in that regard. But I don't want to spoil it because I was very surprised by the plot of it and I liked the writing of it a whole lot. Uh, this was a, a fun little horror short and pretty pretty cool. I was I was uh, impressed. You should go check it out. It's like 13 minutes long. Um, it was fun. I want to see more of what this guy does because it has some really cool concepts on it. I'd like to see him be able to expand on if given budget and resources. So how do you see it? It's on YouTube. You go to YouTube. You go to YouTube. Easy. You go to YouTube and you search for Good Works. Maybe put horror in there too, because Good Works seems pretty generic. Uh, yeah. So it's it's kind of hard to find. I've actually been trying to get to it through Google this whole time, and I've not been able to do that. But there is a Reddit thread that is called Good Works hyphen horror slash thriller short film twenty nineteen. That's too hard. So you if can you, find that, and then that will redirect you to the no, YouTube. No, that's video. too hard. That's too yeah. hard. Yeah, or you can go to YouTube, search those things. I'll also put it in the description of this below. Yeah, just, yeah. you could just do that. That's probably out. the much easier way to, to yes. handle this. This has some cool stuff to say. I think it's really interesting. Got some cool concepts. Obviously, has its budgetary limitations, but overall was very yeah, impressed. That's normal. By it. That's, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Also, I think I noted. I'm curious. I'm actually going to email him back because there's a scene where the the protagonist is a woman who like sits down with a whiskey and a cigar at one point. And I'm pretty sure she's smoking an acid brand cigar, uh, which okay. is a decently underrated cigar. Pretty good little cheap one. But uh, I'm curious if I was right about that because you can't you can't see it super well. But I was I was wondering <laughs> about that. Also features one of my favorite things, which is something we all like. One of the chosen many. 
They don't literally say the words one of the chosen many, but she is one of the chosen many. Which in I what like. way? Uh, in a way that if I described would spoil it, so I won't. But um, this is bi- this has gone in such a weird direction. <laughs> I can't do you, handle this. Do you not know what I'm referencing? When I know I say what you're. Oh, I know exactly what you're referencing. You're yeah. referencing Eternal Darkness, but still, yeah. <laughs> off-brand cigars and one of the chosen many. I don't think acid cigars are off-brand. They're just underrated. Okay, how cheap cool. they are. The movie I watched was <laughs> Crawl. Was what? oh Crawl. nice, yeah. Oh, it's the the alligator or is a crocodile? Which which one? Alec- I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I don't they should have explained that at length. Yeah, this really they should need more explanation on which ones it. are traditionally saltwater and freshwater, and I think they're crocodiles, but I'm not 100 percent sure. It's the one, croc- the one, uh-huh. the one movie that's going to win it all is the movie that has an alligator and a crocodile, and they just use them interchangeably. You need both. Yeah, for sure. Crocogator. Yeah. In any case, this is what Alligal. Alexander Aha Aja. Aja. Who is not the Aha. female lead protagonist of this movie. Yeah, that was a bad um, take. As I thought. That was yeah. weird. Um, and uh, produced by Sam Raimi. Correct. I really liked this movie. This was good. I mean, Yay. It does happy. a very good job of building actually tense scenes, but then also like really fun tension breaking scenes with her just like bashing the shit out of some crocodiles. Uh, does a pretty good job cutting off resources too. I was a little worried. It's just a thriller. No, it's definitively a horror movie, um, but man, it's a fun one. It's a fun one. My I don't understand concern. how you, this could possibly be a thriller. This is being stalked by, by a wild beast is not Kay. what I would ever put in the thriller category. Not one wild beast. I this bet the whole Academy of, would put it in the thriller category, Mark. This is a whole pack of them. But also, okay. like this is a this is like a weather phenomenon leads to a whole pack of alligators, like sure. crocodiles. Yeah, this, this, could is, be, this is a hurricane, This right? could easily be a yeah, thriller. Yeah, it's like a real hurricane yeah. heist. Yeah. Yeah, hurricane heist. That doesn't sound like a thriller to you? Heist does the height. The the heist is so part does the of hurricane that that like part. Dude. Yeah, do you think like 2012 is a horror movie? This, this sounds like a step off of One Day After Tomorrow or Day After Tomorrow. In any case, day. both this of those is... are natural disaster movies, which are like a separate. So thing. is this? They're thrillers. Uh, yes, th- this is a this horror. Is... This is a horror set against a natural disaster. Can it be a horror thriller? Yeah, I'm, most I'm telling are. you, it's just a horror movie. I'm the one who's seen it. I'm telling you, it's a horror movie. I think it's a thriller. You're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Jake. What have you heard about this? What have the people on the bus been telling you? Uh, good things. <laughs> oh, Their body okay. language is good. Um, <laughs> look, it's not... Uh, the, the, the effects are exactly what you need them to be from a big-budget movie like this. They're very good. Nothing about this movie is groundbreaking, but it is fun. The This movie sold itself to me by the female lead, whose name I do not know's performance. Nice. She buys... All the way into this whole thing. She is fucking committed to this part. And that is, it's kind of infectious how fun it is. And uh, what a good job she does. So I'm, I would recommend you'd, this movie. You'd put this movie in the fun category. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. more fun than, there's no like dread or, there are scary intense scenes, but there's no like lasting dread or scares. Huh. Uh, Which, Kaya huh. Scodelario plays the main character. What? Okay. Sure. Yep. Didn't know that. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I did have to rent it for like six bones on Amazon. It was the That's full rental price. My on only Amazon. concern with this movie is that I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna be able to bring myself to watch it until next summer. Yeah. No, I it think feels that's like a summer true. flick. Yeah. That's fine. I'll I'll wait. But it, it'll wait. It is worth watching. It's a good one. It's cool. a fun one. That's yeah. good. Nothing you need to see, but something you should see. Hey, it's on my list. Yeah. I'm exactly. not gonna get it done in 2019 though. Okay. Well. Uh. Yeah. Let's go to the feature presentation. Nice, good transition. Good work, good work. We are professionals. Fuck, man. (laughs) 
Horror.com this week, we watched 2018's Life Changer. Maybe the Life Changer. Very unclear. Both. Uh, I picked this movie. Sure did, Jack. Yep. Sure did. And I think neither of you guys had heard about this. I think, Mark, you said you oh, had, I've heard it sounded about it. familiar once I told, once I was like the uh, shape-shifting serial killer. Yeah. I remember Correct. nothing about this movie popping up in a horror release roundup. Nothing. I've seen this one creep onto a few of the best of 2019 lists that I was looking at in like Ju- so June have I. and July. So it's, yeah, it's interesting. We were talking about those lists and fulfilling them because this I re- I figured out where I got this on my radar, and it was the thrillist list of best horror movies of 2019. Sure. It was in it was it was almost near the end of the movie when I saw the photo that they use in the list uh-huh. that popped up. There was that scene. Uh, gotcha, I was like, gotcha, Oh, gotcha, that's gotcha. where I saw this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I heard about it. And all I knew about it was, I think the blurb from that was just like a shape shifting serial killer. So that's why you picked this. And yeah, it was on that list. It looked, I liked the idea of a shape shifting serial killer. That sounded fun. Look at great. It was a good pick. Yeah. I think there's two other reasons. <clears throat> what are the two other reasons? Free and short. Honestly, didn't know either of those really? things when I did not know it was available on Netflix. Did not know it was under ninety minutes when I okay. picked it. Bonus, bonus. That was a bonus. Yeah, I got dangerously close to renting this thing, but then Mark heroically chimed in and said it's on Netflix. That procrastination paid off. It really did. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Thanks. I Mark. feel like I weighed in five days ahead of schedule. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't really. I've taken it upon myself to try and discover the most cheap means of procuring a movie. Almost immediately to help you guys out. Well, we appreciate it, buddy. In this, <laughs> in this case, it worked. Week. Sometimes I convince you that it's not available anywhere when it is actually available everywhere, and I look like an asshole. Yeah, sometimes it backfires, but hey. <laughs> uh, Mark, did you know anything about it other than shape-shifting serial killer? No, we've already kind of touched on basically the depth of my knowledge about this movie going in. It was listed on a couple lists that I wanted to see before the end of the year, and I was glad you picked it. Yeah, Boom. okay, fair enough. Which means we have to talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror it fits into. Wrong go, Bongo. Well, I was going to well, say we could do that first. Yeah. We've got order this week if he wants. <laughs> uh, usually, sometimes, I try to like sit down and think a little bit about what I'm going to say, and it's just now occurring to me you. that I did not do that at all. Usually, sometimes. And I'm just going to go ahead and require that you get everyone's name right as well when you do this. So Every single uh, character. Well, then... Oh, I've already ones. failed, and we might as well skip the second. <laughs> I'm going to start by saying I don't know the name of a single character. <laughs> I totally Is agree. the lead guy's name Paul? He ref- he calls himself Paul, maybe? No. Paul? No, there are no Pauls. What's his name? Bama got shafted, Paul! What do, you, what do you mean by the lead guy? That's one of the things about this movie. There's no lead. <laughs> the protagonist the narrator. The there voice. is definitively a lead guy. Leslie. Oh, the, the narrator. Uh, his, name's, his name's Leslie. It absolutely isn't Leslie. Yeah, it's, no, it's Leslie. It's not Leslie Les. either. Leslie. Les for short. It's not like none Les, of those things. Like Les Stroud. It's something like Paul. Or Leslie Ver Leslie Vernon. Here's the thing. None of these people on I'm looking at the IMDb page because I also do not know anyone's fucking name in this movie. And there's no one credited as narrator. So we're just SOL. None of them are named Paul, though. I can tell you that much. Paul. I disagree with everything. Just call him the saying. shapeshifter, dude. Can you go? Drew! It's Drew. It's Drew. His oh yeah, Paul Drew, Drew, very similar. Paul and Drew are similar. I mean, they're both four wor- four letters. Could you, <laughs> whatever you said it with confidence. I don't give a shit, so I'm not going to challenge you on it. Fine. His name Drew is Drew. Drew is also not on here. <laughs> I, I I will mark. I will bet you. Oh that his oh, name oh is there Drew. is a, there is an Andrew. That's probably what it is. 
He calls himself Drew. Okay, I don't care. He was Drew when he was born. He's Drew when he died. Oh, Jesus. Let's do the plot synopsis. I, now, you've upset me. 30 Andrew's seconds. the old How, man, I so upset you. Sense. I upset you. I upset you? Yes. 30 seconds yes. are going to start when you start, Jack. We open on Drew. He's a shapeshifter. He has to kill a bunch of people. He feels bad about killing people, but he needs to do it to survive. He goes to the same bar to meet the same woman every night. The woman had a tragic backstory. Um, And then eventually Drew hooks up with her, and we learn that uh, Drew was the her ex-husband who left in the middle of the night after their son died and she's really upset about that she freaks out drew st- decides accidentally incorporates her decides to stop killing people lets himself die and is reborn as an old man time time yeah you know you really padded your time to hit it perfectly by saying drew 15 times well i sure of his name so also i do want to clarify something for the record mark it's last week drew or paul I don't know how bad I don't know how I did such a bad job of of factoting your time, but you got so much more than thirty seconds last week. When I was editing it, I was like, how, "Wait, hold on, this clip doesn't change." I use the same clip of Zelda music every week, and Mark has exceeded it by like nine or ten seconds. Wow, you're exaggerating heavily. I may the the whole thing was off by maybe two seconds, and I still finished close to adjacent to on time. Uh, I mean, no, because I did. Have to... I might have been one second over, and then I stopped, and then about a one second later, you said time, and that was two seconds after the Zelda music had stopped. No, because I had to, I had to play with the Zelda music and extend it as much as I could, and still have it sound similar to get you there. You're about no. six seconds over. No, but you're... Mark, it's not. It's not your fault. I did the bad job of telling you when time was. Okay. I'll take it. All really matters. It does. It I really just wanted does. it for the record. We got it. We got to clear it. the air. Gotta, it's man. A lot of people are sending inquiring angry minds want to know. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. any case, I nailed that. Uh, it's one of the better jobs you've done recently. Thank There's you. not a lot of plot in this movie. Not really. No. Jake is grimacing as though he I disagrees. Know. I mean, I don't know. It tries to jam a lot in. Does it, or does it? Yeah. Tr- does it try to do the? We're, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there later. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Put okay. a pin in it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Subgenres? Okay. What are we talking about? Yeah, uh, subgenres. Yeah, we're yeah, talking, talking about, about uh, supernatural. Okay, serial <laughs> killer. most generic. Yeah, serial killer. Yeah, but a reluctant serial killer. This isn't the usual kind of serial killer. Still serial killer. Hey, we kind of blew right by this. Is it supernatural or is it just natural? Is it natural? Is this supernatural? Oh, fuck. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine having it be supernatural, dude. I ain't never seen something like that. I, I don't think it's supernatural until the movie tells you something about, like, this is just an extension of human evolution or right. something. Yeah. Well, no. It doesn't tell you that. I know. That's why this is supernatural. Yep. Okay. Where'd we yep. land on the, like, the Wendigos from uh, Dark Was the Night? Were they supernatural? They were monsters. I feel like I feel like this is just like a, a, a triptid or whatever the fuck they're called. Cryptid? Be in the same... A cryptid? Cryptid. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> cryptozoology? No, it's not. This is like a supernatural shape-shifting thing that he's, incorporates... He's a why would this not be a cryptid? Uh, I feel like this is more super. Cryptids have to have some kind of like inhuman <laughs> this form. This is more super. Cryptids have an inhuman form that you can spot and take blurry pictures of. This thing drunk. has a weird bulbous sack on top of a motel bed. Oh, that's its form. You're right. Cryptid. You've bested me in this game of wits. <laughs> I have. <laughs> no, you just haven't. because That's you're choosing terrible. not to engage with me on this perfect engage line of with questioning. You. 
You want me to engage with he you? He is engaging with you. I'm engaging yeah. with you. I want to be engaged with you. He is engaged That's with you. That's nice, Mark. <laughs> we can engage in some ways while wow. I think of something. A lot has happened this podcast. A lot of big developments here on the show. Mm-hmm. Mark does live in Salt Lake, so it checks out. Multiple I... spouses. It's yeah, that's nice usually how it works. It's a bunch of husbands and one wife. That's what I, we're known for down here. Do you have more hus? Do you have a husband other than Jake? I, the the you know it's a growing flock. <laughs> a flock. <laughs> okay, God, we, we have to move on. We have to move we, on. It's we started a, late, and I got irresponsible with it's it. It's a supernatural serial killer movie. I agree with all of this, and it's nothing else, unless uh, you might want to argue independent, horror. like you always do. I do want to argue independent. I also want to push a little bit for body horror. There's some. I'm yeah. not the expert. No, I don't know yes. why I'm weighing in. Yes, this would this would qualify. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this fits into body horror. Yeah. So, I'm uh, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's not pieces. like the focal point, but there are tinges. Definitely. definitely sure. Think. Okay, I'll give it to you. That's it. Neat. That is it. Yeah. Boom. Good. <laughs> Nailed Reviewed. it. We did it. Good. Award-winning segment over. This has been episode number. <laughs> also, cryptic. you don't know, do you? It's it's by the way it's 160. This but is one, I was gonna say that, but well, I was drinking my Mexican mocha. Yeah, lager. but to be clear, you were drinking it because you didn't know. No, I wasn't vamping. It's not a cause and effect thing. Um, in not. any case, let's talk about what this he movie does right. That was and all very confusing and overwhelming can, to me. Yeah, you took me off guard. <laughs> we're gonna talk about what it does right. That's the next segment you're right. And I want to talk about yeah. it in the context of this being an uncorked movie. Is this the first uncorked movie we reviewed? Yes. Yes. I don't know show? why you're asking that. This is the first movie we've gotten anywhere close to reviewing from them. Yeah, we none of us knew it was uncorked until that just like title card popped up on the mark. You we've talked so for the newer listener, it has it's been a while. It's true. We've we've talked some not we've said some not so nice things about uncorked in the past in the horror release round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the first movie we, rev- we reviewed, and I am not going to say I'm speaking for all of us, but I was not expecting something of this caliber. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. So the typical the typical uncorked feature is something heavily CG-related. There's usually, like, ghost uh, smoke monsters, some type of demons. They have, like, they love that little, like, the black smoky eye effect for, like, possessed people. Yeah, uh, that's the type of stuff that you usually see coming out of their production house. That that that's actually one other thing. I don't really know specifically what their role was with this one because there were four different cards at the beginning of production houses and developments and distributors and all this other stuff. I don't even care. I think Uncorked is a distributor for the record. Okay, so maybe maybe they just ended up buying the rights to this thing to set it out there. But yeah, I mean, it ended up it ended up on Netflix and it says Uncorked on it, so. That's a first. So good for them. They pleasantly surprised. They had a notable uptick in the quality of their at least trailers that we would have been looking at for HRR. We, yeah, about Mark, a year and a half ago. Yeah, you used yeah. to have an uncorked rule where Still you wouldn't it. consider their movies for the bottom one, and you kind of backed off that rule because yeah, because they started increased. making movies that were actually like. Kind of good looking. They still yeah, look bad, absolutely. but they were better than like not even trying. Okay. Sure. I just I wanted to bring that up here for when we talk about what the movie does right because I mean me personally I thought this movie did a decent amount right. Um, and okay. the, the first thing I'll pot into this category is just I like the concept of this movie a whole lot. I thought this was a pretty unique concept and well executed upon. Like this was this was a well written movie that that is yeah. is delivering on a pretty cool unique concept. I agree. I mean. It's it goes back to our award winning segment, but the concept of this serial killer has to keep jumping for to like new flesh, and he takes on 
you know, their their memories, parts of their personality, all of that is pretty unique. I mean, I'm not going to say there are no movies out there like that. Right. I haven't seen a whole lot, and therefore it was interesting. And I think you weave the love story into it, and it actually, that worked enough. It's like just the right amount of extra stuff, right? It's you got yeah. this reluctant supernatural serial killer who has to keep taking people, even though he doesn't want to because his body's deteriorating. Yeah. And there's just enough extra of he's chasing this woman who's not really into him, but he's pursuing her. That's just enough extra without being too much extra. So yeah. that, that was a really good balance. Yeah. I, I don't have too much to add here. I completely agree. It, the concept is where this movie succeeds. It, I, I think it also is outside of just the concept. This general narrative is not something that you typically see in the horror genre, which I have more to say kind of in the later segments as well. But like this unfolds in a way that even though the content is a horror movie, the basic storyline is not a horror movie. Correct. Like, the the end product is not particularly horrifying at all. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think it also goes along to why I think it's important to keep reiterating that he's not like a serial killer. This isn't a person out there looking to kill people, right? It's kind of the opposite. He's doesn't I mean, want to kill. He is a serial killer. He kills right, he's a reluctant. bunch of people in serial, so He I know, he's a serial killer by technicality, but he's not out there desiring to kill people and kill no, he, he he hates that he has to do it. Right. He's he like has to do it to keep age. surviving. Yes. Yeah. But he is serial killer by technicality. The best kind of serial killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, another thing I think this movie does really well is the... Um, I'm not going to put all of the effects in here because I think there are some problematic ones, but the after effects and the body horror, I think, are are very good. The, you mean like the sucked bone dry corpses? Yeah, exactly. They look very weird. Desiccated. Yeah, and- desiccated and they're clearly Tan, practical, and they're gross. really well done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. They look fine, and they're practical. So if you're gonna go to the uh, a, just go to some level of effort, and we will reward. So you look, for I was trying, I was trying to keep our segments nice and segregated here, but I don't like the scenes where he's like absorbing people. Yeah, well, the, those oh, and they're, they're like swollen and they're bulbous. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, example one A is Detective Freddy Rancid. Exactly. Uh, his head <laughs> is. Yeah. Like bubbling weirdly, and it looks like shit. It looks very it's bad. The first one, okay, yeah, yeah we're mixing. But then it zooms right. out, and you see his desiccated corpse, and that looks very good. Yeah, which is which is one reason why this is interesting, right? Because we know uncorked movies as the like overzealous use of bad CG, and they there is that in this movie. But you know, push comes to shove, like most of the stuff that they do is actually pretty good practical. Agreed, Definitely. totally agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah makes yeah. me wonder if the trailers just cut. Terribly. It is one it, of is it possible we've been wrong this whole time? <laughs> no. Was well, us wrong, Mark? Three drunk idiots wrong? Never. No, 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 no. Come no. On, yeah, I'm sorry. Man. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm, I'm my bad. My bad. <laughs> Come on. Oh my god. I this I, I want to mention this here, even though it's like a much more vague statement, but it it relates to what we were just saying about how kind of the first thing you see is that CG and then you get the practical. This movie as a whole, though gets stronger as it goes as well, I thought. I agree. Because yeah. when it first started, I mean, the quote that I used to introduce, and I hate to like harp on the detective 
Freddy Ransom thing, but you have that shitty, stilted... Like, the first interaction between humans did not bode well, I thought. I thought it was not great. Between her the, like, woman and her boyfriend? The yeah. yeah. Yes, and then and then you had the rants and stuff with, like, the shitty James Bond line. I was like, here we go. Like, we're gonna we're in for a movie full of terrible, terribly written, stilted, stiltedly acted, whatever. And then I it just kind of stopped being like that. It just that that whole thought like left my brain. Yeah, all the and then, interactions. And then it got that. stronger from like a storytelling standpoint. I mean, for the for the most part, it got it got stronger as it went. So oh. I like movies that do that as opposed to the opposite. That's for damn sure. Yeah, for so, the most part, the interaction. Oh, Mark, go ahead. Sorry, uh, go ahead and finish your point because I was going to lead us in a different direction. Like like the interactions between the the love interest at the bar and the various characters with whom she interacts, I thought were got better and better and more and more believable, and were all pretty well done. Yeah, both of those points kind of lead into what I was going to say, which is that one of the I think the main thing I had written down here was that it's actually kind of interesting to watch however many it ended up being like six different lead actors. Technically, they're playing the same role. I have more to talk about on, on that in future segments, but like this is it's very much like what do we usually say about anthologies? If you don't like what you're seeing, you stick around and in 5 minutes it changes. So this yeah, is the definitely. same thing. Yeah. If you don't like one of these actors, it's the same narrative. The narrative stays the same. They can continue to develop it, but if you don't like one of these actors, stick around. Five minutes later, different actor. Whatever. It's cool. Is this an anthology? No. It's an anthology of humans. But Is this an anthology? Definitely not, because of Absolutely. another thing I think the movie did well, okay. which is that it's not just that you have this narrator that's pervasive throughout the film, right? That's not your only link to this. It's They have the same location. They have this bar with this troubled woman who's there every night, right? They have this dog that always recognizes the guy, apparently. And I'm going to talk about that dog in nitpicks, but that's fine. Um, I like the concept of the dog that like always recognizes him. Hey, fuck him. you, man. Don't nitpick the dog. Well, that is a very clean dog Could be a neat pick. Mangy. Could be a neat pick. Won't be a neat pick. It's going to be a neat pick. I can already Won't tell. be a neat pick. Um, in any case, I, I like that they, they do these other things. It's more than just the narration. They could have done a little more to like make the characters, and I assume that's what Mark's going to talk about, feel kind of similar, but they did do a good job of it. This isn't an anthology because they do time together with the same location, with the same dog coming through, like this kind of same pattern that happens, which I like. It knows. It's it knows dog senses. Yeah, I do kind of like that. I, I I would neat pick that that the dog always it's picks a, out the same. Pick. No, yeah, that I like. That I like. My okay, we're just breaking segments all over the fucking place. My nitpick is that that no, is sh- can it wait wait wait? Why don't you wait? Okay. Why don't you wait? I don't know because Mark. Why don't you wait? Sir? Me. Mark's putting words in my mouth. You should. I have I have one last does right that I'm going to bring up right now. Uh, what were you guys' thoughts on the uh, music in this movie? I thought it served the the plot very well. I, I don't know. I didn't really notice it. Like what I mean by that is I didn't ever pick out a point where it felt incongruous to me. Tell me about why you liked it so much. There's no so it's not licensed or there's there's no like big hitters that you'll recognize or whatever. It's all purely score that they were able to get. But I thought it complemented most scenes particularly well. There's only one time I had this note written down, and then it, towards the end. Uh, in the sort of showdown climactic scene between him and the hippie boyfriend body confessing to whatever the girlfriend's name was, that scene has very overpowering music and it's not good. But for the rest of the movie, the way they use the score, I thought was actually like a really great way of complimenting the mood. They have like this nice Christmas backing for the scene where it's true. Well, it's not 
Oh my God, this is so hard to talk about. It is <laughs> he's the woman who he introduces himself as true. Uh, to the girlfriend, and there's this Christmas background music, and they're having this kind of like nice moment at the bar. It's when he first gets her contact info as the, um, <clears throat> as the professional like psychiatrist or whatever. Yeah, yeah, true, Drew. Uh, yeah, true. Well, but his real name is actually True. Not. Oh wait, did he say Drew? Yes, his name is oh, Drew. Oh, I thought it was True. No, Jesus. the narrator is named Drew. Oh my God, I'm piecing so many pieces together right now. <laughs> wow. I, okay. I thought I missed something where that. Where the woman's name was true, but I think you were just wrong. You just misheard him say. I true. probably just misheard. Any anywho, um, there's that, and there's also this sort of just like pervasive synth under like under beat thing that happens in multiple scenes that they kind of keep going and bringing back and stuff. I just thought it was a pretty good. I just thought it was a pretty good score. That's all I'm saying. I, I agree. Like 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 I said, I didn't really notice it at any one point, which I think is a very good sign of a score. I didn't notice it almost at all. Yeah, I remember the part where they like she like laid the needle down when she was first getting with the hippie boyfriend. I don't remember any noise that came out of that. <laughs> at all. So. Um, another thing I think the movie did very well is I I thought it did a good job of being a dreadful movie and like building this kind of horror. The movie is dreadful. Yeah, building this kind of horror sense while you have a there isn't really a bad guy in it, right? There are some bad guys in it, but there isn't really like you don't some bad guys. Yeah, the, the protagonist Shut up, is, Mark. Drew is trying to do what he can to not have to kill people, Yeah, I guess. And Sometimes. But it's, it's failing. Like 60% of the time, that's true. Yeah, and while he ends up being a f- complete fucking asshole who's chasing after this woman based on, I don't know, juvenile puppy love and is, is killing a lot of people because of it, taking cocaine so he can cycle through these bodies faster, which we'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, I, I do think that, like, this movie does a... We got a long list of things that we're going to punch out <laughs> later. That happens in, the in every episode. This this movie does a good job of being kind of scary and actually impactful with a character who isn't particularly threatening, like from a intentional perspective. Interesting, and I like that. Is that going to take us to does middle? Anything I else? You, I don't know what you just said, little kid. Yeah, go to middle. Uh, narration is a better mechanism for exposition than I was expecting it to be. I still think it's better than dialogue, but also my conscious mind still just has a problem with a narrator telling me, like, this is what I was thinking. The narration's rough, but do you, I think I might know why the narration kind of worked for you in this movie, and it's a reason it works in a lot of Stephen King books and Stephen King movie adaptations. It's just because when it's well-written and, and it has this not quite poetry, but poetry adjacent way of speaking. And the voice actor does a good job of delivering it with pauses that cue to visual scenes in the movie, like that cue with what you're seeing. So like when he's pausing, the camera stops focusing on what you were previously focusing on. So there's no sound. You're not hearing any narration and you're just looking at background. All of that comes together to be like a, a pretty enjoyable experience of a movie and the narration in this is written kind of like a Stephen King book just the way he says like exactly what his background is but in a way that feels not horrible I I don't know I have a hard time describing that if you could pinpoint exactly why Stephen King's a great writer you'd you'd be a good writer but uh (laughs) I I was picturing I was picturing oh shit what's his name the guy from the Bigfoot and Hitler movie Sam Elliott I was picturing Sam Elliott basically the whole time um, oh, for the narrator? For the narrator, 100%, yeah. yeah. One question I have for you, Jack. Have you ever played the game Bastion? 
Actually, Jake, too. Have either of you played the game Bastion? Yeah, I played Bastion. I didn't beat it. I've played the game. I uh, have not. And that, I know exactly what you're saying. But I think, I think I've talked that to is... Jake about this before. Is this a side-scroller? Uh, it's isometric, and yeah. it, the world sort of builds around you as you play it. Whatever, you should play it. It takes like six hours to beat the game. Uh, that that is the pinnacle of narration in yeah, in any media. I would say, Jesus, wow. I mean, in 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 so far as it's like technologically cool because it changes based on what you're doing. Like they recorded so much dialogue that like you can walk in one direction and it changes. But whatever. But we're getting <laughs> yeah, off on a tangent. Cool. That's also what this reminded me yeah, of. Is we're getting off saying. on a tangent. Yep, we really brought us down a tangent there. Yeah, Mark. That you just talked about Stephen King for like 45 seconds. I'm allowed to bring up other things. <laughs> the narration was what this movie does middle. Jesus Christ. Anything else? No, I, I don't have anything else. Okay. That's going to take us to does wrong then. Okay. First thing for me here was the action choreography was bad. Every action scene was poorly done. It's a shaky cam, two quick cuts. You can't see what's going on. I didn't like any time any action was happening. Uh, they Please were... provide an example. Uh, well, I mean, example prime would be the fight between her and like the dude who liked football. Yeah, the dude who's... Oh, geez. yeah, the rapist guy. Whatever yes. the fuck his name was. Yeah. The weirdo. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was a weird scene. Didn't look great, but then it got worse when he was like crawling out because I honestly didn't know what was happening. Like I thought that, I, I don't know. I thought a lot of different things. But even I, I agree. I did not have a sense of place in that. And yes. he was just like in a hallway and there was another person there. And I was like, who's this other person? <laughs> Why also, are they here? I didn't know if that was the same woman that just saw her at the farm. Like that was also very confusing. Um, but but even like the scene with the detective, there's there's a few seconds of action there. And every time they do action in this movie, I think it's very poorly choreographed. Um, so that was what it did wrong prime for yeah. me. Was because they rely on it a decent amount, and it's always bad. Hmm. I agree. That's, I mean, it's it's hard. Look, it's hard, and I think I don't know this from personal experience, but I expect that it is difficult to shoot action. Oh yeah, you need, no, absolutely. I think you need. Uh, sorry, expensive is what I meant. Or is what I meant to say. I think you need multiple cameras. I think you need like high quality editing equipment. You need storyboards. You need choreographers. All those other shit. Those if are, you have those... like, if you're a one man show of a director and you're trying to shoot like intense action scenes on a tight budget where you can't actually show like a lot of the things that are happening and you have to convey the action without actually showing the action. Like that's a really fucking difficult task. I'm, I'm sure it is, but then maybe like don't have as many action scenes in your film. Solid, solid point. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, dude. One of the other things this does wrong is, and this is what I touched on earlier. This is a much larger point. I enjoy that there are multiple actors that are sort of the leading actor that you're following along, but I don't feel like any single one of them are playing the same person, aside from that their narrative is tied together by the narrator. Yep, yep. They're, that's, well, they're playing themselves. Right. They're playing but, themselves. Yeah, ex well, yeah. exactly, but they should be playing this shapeshifter Thing. But that's not Drew. how the shapeshifter is. Like the shapeshifter in this movie, like takes on their memories and their personality, and then like, tries to have to like get closer to this love interest. He takes right, on if, their memories, but he doesn't take on their personalities because they to never a show extent, you. Anything. I would argue that he does. I don't know, uh, Mark. This this is exactly what I thought you would have a problem with the scene when I said like I like the way it's connected with the bar, but but yeah, these all these people are just acting 
not at all the same, right? There need there should be some kind of common feature between Give the different people. Give them one subtle physical tick that they all do, or a, a yeah. phrase that they like. Like the the commonality of the language should be the same, but that that's is not. That's valid. I think they should be distinct. They should be different. Oh yeah. But if there's like something that you can do more, like that could be a disaster. You'd have to do it subtly. Oh, you would have to be very subtle. Yeah, yeah. and that would be fucking awesome. But overall, I didn't have a huge problem with it. I guess I get where you're coming from, but like, I just thought that was part of this whole thing. Is like the shapeshifter becomes this person, but like, but then has to try to like further its own goals, right? And and they did a good job of incorporating that into the narrative, right? Where he's trying to assimilate as them, and that's what he's worked towards, yeah. and he's done that. But but without... I just assumed it was the rule of the game, basically. right? Right, right. And so they did a good job with that. That's maybe something it does right. But without the narration. You don't know these people are playing the same person. And I think that gets to the, the fact that this movie is sub-90 minutes, and not that that's a bad thing, typically, but this is a pretty fast movie when you consider what's going on. Yeah. So it didn't take time to de- like develop these things that could be developed. Sure. There are some cool scenes in each of these characters' individual apartments that could have been expanded on to give a little bit of their backstory and a little bit of how he Drew experiences their backstory. Well, you just don't like, really become invested. Yeah. Like, not not to an extreme, but I think that by the time that you figure out really, like, what's going on and the trajectory this is going in and all that, it doesn't hit me in as an emotional a way as I think it was going for. Yeah. So this is this is building toward an interesting philosophical point of like it's it's interesting from a conceptual level. This was the first thing we talked about in Does Right that there is a shape shifting serial killer that consumes his victims and then becomes them. But the interesting point that this movie makes is that the victims also then have an impact on the killer in the first place. That's yes. why he's in love with this woman. He absorbed some dude he found however long ago and took his memories and absorbed his love for this woman, right? That, that's the story. And then they just, they tell you that's what's happening, but they do nothing to actually demonstrate how his personality is changing as a result of this, yes. like, metamorphosis that he's going through. Yes. So they introduce it as an interesting philosophical philosophical top, topic of conversation, but then they say, like, okay, well, we're out. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, so you've yeah. landed on there being a cast of characters, but you never ultimately understand what the primary character really is. Right. Yeah. No, Which I sense. guess now that kind of ties back to the point that Mark was making just a bit ago, so I guess I understand where you're coming from now. It just took all of that extraneous shit to get us there. <laughs> Let's take a lap around the sun. We'll get there. And and it also, I mean, that that ties into something I thought the movie did wrong. Of I, with how fast I know he's cycling through faster when we're seeing him. Right, he's at a point in his his whatever his life cycle is where he has to. The bodies are dying out quicker. But well, it keeps doing fucking blow all the time. <laughs> Okay, well, that's a whole other that's, topic. That's I want a to talk choice, about man. Soon. That's a choice. But has he? He's never inhabited someone who's been in love before. True Ever? love. True. In like, I, I think that's years? one of the other points 80. this movie's trying to make is that true love, like Princess Bride type love, is more rare than we make it out to be. Maybe. Where it's not just like you find your soulmate type shit. It's like one every two hundred. I don't know how many people he's supposedly killed at this point, but. I mean, has he has he has the monologue in there about like I've only felt this twice. Yeah, that's fair. I, I mean, it has only, I thought he had it only felt it once. Maybe it was once. I don't know. I can't remember. That's Either why way. he's obsessed with this woman. Either way, yeah. 
But she's maybe like, he already absorbed the other one. She's like thirty five. She's cute. Well, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But she has not that she's not okay. But she's like thirty five, and he's been around since what did you say? He was like a teenager in fifty the fifties or some shit. Yeah, he's like ninety at this point, eighty five. A teenager in the seventies? No, 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 no. He was he was twelve in fifty four. Yeah. Think. Oh, I see. And then he was in the bar in the seventies. That was that was the one thing I remembered was that he was talked about the bar in the seventies. Oh, because right, fo- no, the faux when pas, he's the when he's girl. the uh, not a hippie, but when he's the white haired bearded Namaste guy, Gan- Gandalf. Yeah, when he's Gandalf, he says uh, he, <laughs> Gandalf he tells her he Great. tells her like I killed my mom accidentally, and I was twelve years old, and she's like, oh, and he's like, and that was in nineteen fifty four. Yes. Well, that's gotcha. like when he. I mean, that's the start of him just going for it. Yeah. And then he goes further and further and further and yeah. further and further and further until she just sort he's, of it's kind of it's kind ends. of a tragic story from his perspective. Like he's Yes. But but also they paint What do you mean a, kind of? It is definitively like, a tragic story. Because they're not, they also they're not putting any they're not putting any guises around that. That is what well, this movie is. It's a tragic story of a man who has to kill in order to survive. Right, right, right. That part. But but his infatuation with this woman is a little bit like not based on anything, right? She only loves him because he inhabited her former husband, but he feels that love immediately and wants it more. So he assumes, like, when I tell her, she'll get it, right? It's kind of that, like, incel thing. of like I don't think he can do anything else. I think he's taking a, like, calculated risk at that point where he's like, there's yeah. no goddamn way I could say the things I'm going to say and have her like not understand that there's something weird but something yeah. true yeah. and it does not land. <laughs> yeah, so, that dialogue is great. Yeah. Where he's like, you're not getting it. Why would you get it? Shit. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Calculated risks don't always pay off, man. That's why they're risks. Yeah. We're dancing around one of the other points I had written down here, which is that this movie has no point, but it thinks that it does. Yeah, okay. Say more about that. Um. This is the perfect movie, and A Ghost Story is another one that's in this same category of, like, it has a larger... It thinks it has a larger philosophical point, but either (laughs) it is a stupid philosophical point, or it does absolutely nothing to actually communicate that philosophical point. Mark, I have a question. It's it's a blank background enough that you can, like, project onto it what you want to see, so it's a good movie for people to watch and be like, oh, this perfectly fits... This thing that I've been kicking around in my brain, I feel like, okay, cool. I've done, this is now, like, actuated some thought on my end, which I suppose is good. But, like, ultimately, I don't think the movie itself really has a thesis statement. No, which is why the end felt jarring to me. Oh, my like, God. The happened? ending soliloquy thing is a problem. What like, happened? What the fuck? When what I happened? first saw it, I was like, oh, hey, that's kind of cool. They're doing a different thing than I was expecting. And then I was like, what, happened? what are they trying to do? Yeah, yeah okay. and then the credits rolled, and you're like, oh, it's just the end. That's the oh. last thing. Bad. <laughs> what happened? What the fuck happened in this movie? What happened? My My best interpretation is that he's been avoiding this his whole life, right? But I don't think he knew. I think he, he thought he would die. He definitely thought he would die. Yeah. So right? wh- he's not. So he's supposed to embrace death. No, it's why it's what it does wrong. Ah. He's supposed to embrace death, and by doing that, he gets to live more. I don't know. As an old man, it's very. It makes so, no sense. In, in the the narrator is, as far as I can tell, the same guy who appears at the end out of the cocoon. Yes, that's the narrator. Yes. That's just so him. if that's we're clear. given to believe that the consciousness that is Andrew was the same person throughout, albeit changed slightly by the th- the people he absorbed, then there's probably some point to make about him going through trauma, 
which results in him killing people, jumping between bodies for a number of years, finally deciding to get over it and then effectively die. But then instead of dying, he just resumes his old life. Is this all just a metaphor for gaining life experience? But what do you mean his like, old life? Like, what do you mean his old life? He never had a life. I mean, he he was a child. He had an old life. His first life? I, I think His th- first yeah. life, yeah. That's the only thing I can think of is this is all just like a grand metaphor for like you go through life and you are affected by all of these people that you come into contact with and then eventually and trauma trauma as and, a very and trauma term. and grief that you sustain throughout your life you gain these battle scars eventually you are just there and you're yourself and you're older but I, that was his point of his journey of like accepting all of that and coming to the realization of who he is as a human yeah. No, I mean There you go. Of, We've got there. It's some type of existential bullshit. Some type. All right. So yeah, that that is a big gripe, right? It what this movie is trying to say is very confusing. The ending is very confusing. Um do we have anything else it does wrong or do we want to move to a particular station? I have one more thing it does wrong. We punted a lot of things in the second half of the show. So bear with me when I keep trying to delay. This movie is boring in a way that's like I could understand, we'll get to this later, I would actually recommend this to a certain few friends of mine who want to watch more a movie that's like sort of a drama or a study of human consciousness type stuff. But like as far as what we're used to watching of teenagers getting chased through the woods with a machete type shit, like this is a fucking boring movie. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you guys struggle with this as much as I did? No, I disagree with this take. Uh, okay. it was too short and too fast considering what was going on with all the different people for me to be bored. Bored's not the right word. It was a little bit, the tone of the whole thing was a little bit downtrodden, so I think that impacted me, but I wouldn't call it boring. Maybe. I, I, it's it's very low energy. I yes, felt a franticness from the perspective of the protagonist, Drew, to like, need to, even before I knew he was after this woman, but to need to continually change his body. And I think that franticness came through enough in the cinematography to keep me invested. No movie with cocaine's boring, Mark. Oh, disagree. Yeah, that's, that's something else I have a dozen wrong. I was waiting. I, I, was, the, I, was I like, forgot about this, yeah, man. Okay. Fucking the, the, the whole, they try to do a thing <laughs> of like certain, of, of a chemical thing, of like certain things accelerate the process, certain things decelerate the process. Why doesn't he just do crocodile? But yeah. Co- cocaine accelerates <laughs> the process of his body decomposing. Painkillers and antibiotics decelerate the process of his body decomposing. I don't get antibiotics kind of makes sense. Antibiotics, I'll kind of buy. And cocaine to accelerate really. it, I'll kind of buy. It should just be like uppers accelerated and downers decelerated. It would have been really simple. Why did you also toss in painkillers? Also, know. antibiotics are super easy to get. I don't know. You're supposed to, like, crack aspirin and put them in your tree well for Christmas trees to make them last longer. That That's like an old folks tale. Yeah, it's not a folks tale. Yes, it's an old folks tale. Yeah. It's not yep. a folks tale. It, it is an old... Th- oh, my God. You guys understand that aspirin is just like a chemical from tree roots, right? Boom. Yes. 100%. Fucking painkiller. Done. Decelerates the shit. We science that out. Oh my god! Aspirin's yes, not. Oh my god! Oh my god. Dude, what do you Aspirin's think? not a painkiller. He's talking about like fucking opioids and shit. Things that block actual pain. I don't know. What I'm he's not just not... talking about analgesics. 
When I, yeah, when I have a exactly. headache, I'll take an aspirin, and it's fine. And it's fine. Those that are, kills the pain. <laughs> oh, Jesus this is Christ. infuriating. It's We're not talking about headache medicine. That's not the painkillers he's talking about. It when, is a When someone comes up to you on the street asking for painkillers, they're not asking for, hey, man, do you have hey, any Tylenol? No, Here's they, a couple no, ibuprofen. I know, I, know, I know. They want Oxycontin and shit. I get it. Jesus I get it. Christ. I'm just saying, don't pot it that way, man. Aspirin kills pain, too. It's great. Are you mad at him or are you mad at the world because the world does not understand like if you that's what Mark said like, oh my god who are you upset with I'm not actually upset at all <laughs> this is such a dumb take holy shit Jack, get back to what you were saying because the this is a fine. dead end the look I, I just thought they for for I, I I get what they're trying to do right a very simple thing of like Uppers accelerate it, downers decelerate it. That yep. would have been a good idea. They got a little bit too specific, and they didn't even get very specific at all. But like their non-comprehension of how that would work made even the very low level of specificity they got to incorrect and irritating. So should that's what it does aspirin. wrong. Yeah. You should have taken aspirin. Crack Jesus Christ. Why did they uh-huh. land on Coke? That's my question. Why Coke and not crack or Speed. meth or crocodile? Like... There are so many other things that actively do rot your body. Why would you or, why would you land on cocaine? Just fucking amphetamines. I can buy those at Rite Aid right now. Yeah, and it's so much cheaper than actual Coke. So much cheaper, and it would do the same thing if what ah, yeah. That's why <laughs> it's, it's what it does wrong. It's just so it's a weird it's a weird screenwriting thing. Like why did this, they focus on this specific drug? This is Andy Horror Critique's illicit drug culture. And, yes. and not and licit drug culture. I'm, amphetamines are legal. And so is aspirin. <laughs> oh we want God. to know about oh the licit drugs. <laughs> All the licit drugs. You drink can, too much to take aspirin a lot, can, Jake. What'd you say? You drink too much to take aspirin a lot. I don't actually take aspirin like ever. <laughs> okay. So cool. I put it in my tree well though. Glad you're focused on it. <laughs> the only aspirin <laughs> in my house is about keeping my trees green. Hey man. <laughs> I'm gonna get a t shirt with that put on it. Blow the fucking whistle, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can Okay, but seriously though, can we please make some t-shirts that say that and then have people try and guess what our stance is? That sounds amazing. <laughs> it seems like a that seems like a really weird flex in in normal society. See? I, I kind of like that. I yeah. just walked you assholes in some gold. You just got to bear with me sometimes. <laughs> That's like 98% of what we do is bear with you. <laughs> and it pays off, doesn't it, Mark? Every once in a while. Yeah. See, blind squirrels, man, or whatever. Hey, if you put a body in a trash bag and put a little bit of lighter fluid over it and light it on fire, it's not going to burn it enough to get down to a bare half skull. No, that's how it works. It's basically a uh, it's a cremation oven. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just in an open field. No other fuel whatsoever. I'm gesturing and a the, lot. And me. the neighbor's like, I've seen you burning things. What are you up to over here? <laughs> it has to do with like where you are in relation to the hole in the ozone or something. Yeah, that's what it has to do with. Yeah. yeah, all the oxygen comes in through that hole in the ozone, and it creates a cremation oven. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys, ozone is just three O's together, right? So it's an extra O when you're burning. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it's an extra O. Neat pick. It's an extra. That's actually o that's fan burning. theory. That's a fan theory. <laughs> fan theory. Uh, where did this movie take place? I was New guessing Jersey. the Midwest somewhere, but I didn't know. Seemed like Middle America to you? Yeah, kind of. Didn't relate to me. I Honestly, it kind of seemed like Canada a little bit. I couldn't place it. Yeah, it did me not seem like Canada. Me neither, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously, dude. You didn't even know where the hole in the ozone was.
in any case, that fire did not get hot enough to produce the bones that he dropped down into the the bottom of the barn. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're <laughs> correct. Yeah, it's it's either deceptively difficult or deceptively easy to dispose of bodies in movies. They never really. I don't. Not that I have any experience in this regard, but I feel like like they never quite get it right. They either go out of their way to make a point about how fucking difficult it is like breaking bad style or they go out of a like they don't go out of their way but they just kind of make sure that you know how easy it is and how well practiced they are at getting rid of bodies. Yeah. And and this this should be this, this is it's the wrong balance for me this movie because like if you have access I assume he's assimilated the owner of that barn at some point and that's why he has complete unfettered access to it. If you have that there's a lot better ways to dispose of, but you you could have done this no problem whatsoever. This is getting me to my other point, which is that you have like, I he says at one point six hours, which is, which is actively incorrect based on the rest of the things we see in this movie. But if he you have six a hours, full night. yeah, yeah, if you have six hours in a body to get another body, don't fucking spend your time driving out to the fucking wilderness to to burn some bodies in the woods throw them into your barn like you're wasting like 98 percent of your day doing this shit and then you just gotta run back and rush to kill somebody and you're just then find a stranger find an unrelated person to inhabit and then no connection to you so what they find a lot of bodies not yours right exactly this is this serial killer would be the most impossible person there would be a string of bodies decades long that would have Virtually no connecting tissue between them, aside from that every once in a while they went to the same bar. Yeah. How? I, why are? Why is this person so concerned that they're going to get caught? And if they did get caught, you could assimilate, like, three prisoners, a guard, and the warden, and then walk out. This starts with him assimilating the detective who's investigating him. It starts with his way out. All of a sudden, then you're a detective. Great. He cannot be encumbered by that two-week delay, guys. <laughs> What two-week delay? The, if he goes to jail and he has to do the whole thing to get through to the warden and then out or whatever. <laughs> I think you could just get out after you get to the guard. I don't think it matters. None of it. It would be like yeah, a two-step basically. process. It'd probably be it, like it really week. is. He oh. should be letting He should be letting the bodies hit the floor and then just getting the fuck out. Yeah, he should be letting the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, reiterate that. Reiterate <laughs> that fact. Okay. I don't feel like people have referenced Drowning Pool enough in modern society. That's all I'm saying. There was a golden period of YouTube... When Let the Bodies Hit the Floor was the bed under every single like high school football player highlight reel. And that's what I want to get back to. Mark, not only was it the bed for that, it was also the bed for a number of like re re-edited anime videos of like people video game trailers look videos. it was yeah it go back to like 2008 it was the bed for everything 2008 <laughs> that feels it was way a too golden late. period 2008 feels way too late nah I think you'll find that's exactly when it was maybe 2007 well. I don't know <laughs> I I have distracted from our actual topic of conversation. Too, and I apologize for that. It's too late. Yeah, you you got me into the <laughs> let the bodies hit the floor. Um, it's like oh five. I here's a neat pick. Okay. I really like when he, as the dentist, gets into the gets into the taxi and is like, "Follow that woman." And the taxi's just sort of like, "No, no, that's suspicious as hell. What are you doing?" Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> that's that was a good, awesome. That's a good shot. Yep. Yeah. There's, there's good call. A, good there's call. a well written movie for the most part. Yeah, I think I agree with that. We probably should have brought that up in what the movie does, right? I mean, we did. We did. It's I, what the movie it's 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 well written in the sense that like there is no one character interaction that feels bad, but it's poorly written in the sense that it has no thesis statement. Yeah. 
Yeah. Another scene I liked a whole lot was when she's like quitting her job at the dentist and she, she just walks by and flips off the receptionist. That made me laugh too. I liked that also. To no payoff, like that doesn't result in anything. That was just kind of funny. It was a moment of humor. Yeah. I liked her, it. She had the longest of the arcs, I think. Her or man bun. Uh, yeah, those you're talking two. about the 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 dentist's assistant girl. Yeah, yeah, who the had the abusive one. boyfriend. Yeah. The young one. Yeah, I, hers was kind of weird though, because then it had the rapist thing. That's kind of a nitpick. I didn't think he needed to be in the movie at all. No. Yeah, he what doesn't need to be there. Also, there was the weird scene where like she's wearing what was called a revealing dress, right? Like, what are you doing here? But the, also the character who told her that was wearing a dress. I could not distinguish between those two dresses it was apart just from a the dress. color. It was just a dress. I just think she had, like, more lipstick on or something. Both were the same dress. They Basically. were wearing the same dress, essentially. And she was like, whoa, you're coming to a bar like here looking like that. You're asking for trouble. <laughs> what? She was just okay. noticing the competition. Also, that's, like, the same night that the Christmas music is playing and shit. It it's is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's people sitting at, t- there's, like, middle-aged people sitting at tables. It looks like they might be dining. This place looks totally normal <laughs> to me. This is not, like, a sketchy dive bar. No, it's a pretty normal bar. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, I cannot fathom a world in which you... A guy goes to a movie, which has clearly got to be like a matinee or a shitty movie. He's one of the only people in the or movie. Or a showing of Dr. Sleep, nah, mean. <laughs> he's, at the, he's at the movie alone, at a time when no one else is going to the movie, eating popcorn, laugh, and it's clearly a comedy. He's laughing, and somebody else says, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> what is that? I have, so, I have problems with it on every side. Like, you're... <laughs> I Imagine can't... you go solo to a showing of, like, The Hangover and right. then put that scene right. against it. Five weeks after The Hangover came out. You're, like, five <laughs> weeks deep on The Hangover. You go alone, and then there's a guy laughing, and you take it upon yourself to tell that guy to shut the fuck up. You shouldn't. If you're five weeks deep on The Hangover showings and you go to a movie and there's a guy doubting popcorn, laughing maniacally to himself... Don't fuck with that guy. He will end yeah, you. you know, that guy has nothing- I actually have a I have a weird story that's adjacent to this one, which is we went to um <laughs> fuck, I can't remember. It was Zach Galifianakis and the Robert Downey Jr. movie where they had to like transport a baby across the United States. The intern? Yep. It was no. not the intern. I know what I know exactly what you're talking about though. What whatever the fuck the name of that movie yeah. was, we went to see it, and there was one dude who was high or something. He was he was not of the same plane of existence as we were. He was, it was like, he was overreacting to everything. He was getting this crazy kick out of all of it. He was laughing at things that like, he was laughing in the middle of scenes that were not funny. And it was, it wasn't like this in that it was actually like a full theater. And over, uh, over time, like we just kept seeing the, the usher come out and being like, sir, can you please, can you please contain yourself? <laughs> sir, sir, this is your second warning. Can you please just, after like four trips, the guy was just excused from the theater. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, you know, it does happen every once in a while. I, I, don't, I don't think that person was a shape-shifting serial killer. No, no, no. Maybe but what I'm saying was. is, had it just been you and that guy in this theater, would you have fucked with it? Would you have said, stop laughing at this comedy movie? Had it been me and that one guy in a comedy movie laughing at the same movie, I probably would have just gone up and sat next to the dude. There you go. I would have left like a space for popcorn. Mark might be a shapeshifter. So That's very extroverted. Mark of you. might be a shapeshifter. I would have gone to the exact opposite corner and acted like I didn't exist. I would have tried to sneak out and get a get a theater employee to make him leave. 
Okay. Well, so those are those are three different strategies that you can use to live your life, listener out there, if you want. <laughs> you can either engage with the person who's having fun, or you can avoid them actively and then get them in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Those are two different things. Yeah, those were we presented three different options. You said and then. Okay. Well, here's or. another nitpick I have, and this almost rose to the level of what it does wrong, but his calibration of his bodies between the taking coke and taking antibiotics i cannot figure out when he thinks he's trying to extend his life in a particular body versus when he's trying to shorten it he takes coke all the time even in bodies he wants to be <laughs> yeah he's he's just a coke fiend yeah that's just all that's just all it is yeah definitely this because he takes he takes coke in bodies that he's also taking antibiotics in it's like it's no like an oh. 85 year old man who just loves coke <laughs> Quick cue, though. Does his dealer know who he is? I kind of want to go back and no, like no, no, look no, no, at no, that, no. watch that scene again. No, the dealer knew the detective. The okay, dealer was the, like a confidential informant. Yeah, he for was the a CI detective. or whatever. Yeah. Okay. That uh, it would be kind of funny that what they should have done. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell them what they should have done. What they should have done was have the dealer know who the person is. The like dealer's who, the, who Drew is. The dealer's like the dog. He can recognize him whatever form he's in. Yeah. That, that that's it. Is that not a good like? take i like that too yeah that's you don't like need a, nice a dog thing. That's your dealer should know who you are if you're a shape-shifting serial killer who needs coke to live or die or whatever <laughs> oh uh God. that dog is way too fucking well kempt to be a wild mongrel dog i thought it was the bar dog it's outside that, it comes does in... that dog not belong yeah it's it's outside but it just lives outside the bar it the sleeps bar at his feet in the park yeah okay i did notice that the dog kept showing up outside of the bar but i thought it was just the bar dog and it's a but it also shows up in the park when he sleeps on the bench in the park it's a cute how dog. far is how far is the park from the bar does it matter do you think a bar dog doesn't go home at night like a bar dog that is just outside all I mean, the time and never goes bar. home that's just a wild dog it might stay at the bar but it doesn't because he's in the park and it goes to the park yeah but it might be to hang out with him it might be there's a dog door at the back door of the bar it's a bad take by you no it's not it's a normal take. It's a bad take. It could be a bar dog. This is a wild dog that's very well It's kept. not wild. Listen or drink every time you hear us say take. It's it's we we say that every week. It's even too clean to be a bar dog. Man, if it just has a door dog door at the back of this bar, yeah. someone's cleaning it weekly or more. Yeah, it's probably outside. a bartender. I mean every other day. It's probably a bartender. Wow. What? I don't like it. Dog's too clean. Oh, it is weird that the dog keeps just randomly showing up in scenes. They don't know what the dog does. They don't know what the dog is supposed to be. It's Whatever, a spirit man. animal. Sometimes. I don't give a shit if some dog has a knee pick okay. at least. No, that's a least. nitpick. Mm. That dog is too fucking clean. Nah, it's fine. Dog's fine. Uh, in the scene where Detective whatever the fuck his name is is wooing the girlfriend lady, uh, they 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 zoom in. I'm so good with names. They zoom in on him like playing with his hand, and he like bends his first joint but not his second joint. And she's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, I could just play with your finger. Like, is it weird to be only be able to joint to bend your first joint? Because I can do that for all my fingers. Um, He does it with his pinky. And yes, it is. I mean, it's not like super, super weird, but I mean, it is not normal. Yours pinky's bent a little, though. His was straight. That's straight, man. That's straight. Uh, I don't know. It looks straight to me, dude. I don't know. I don't Listener, know. it's not straight. It's absolutely... <sighs> You're really fucking me in a big spot. I don't like this. Okay. <laughs> big spot. When, the biggest spot. When Drew is inhabiting the woman, and the two women are then talking about dresses, right, when they go to the bar, Drew orders a Whiskey Rocks, 
Yeah. She pours whiskey into an empty glass. Yeah. Calls that good. <laughs> there's no there's no rock. Then the rapist dickbag shows up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Says, Let's not. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. And then the two cheers. And then they don't drink. And then they don't and drink. Th- yep. And then the rapist shows up. Then the rapist shows up and says it's, hey, that was my coach's drink. Yeah, whiskey rocks is a really unique drink that you should remark upon. Another, maybe that's part. Maybe that's a neat pick. Maybe that's just he's such a fucking uninteresting asshole character that he thinks that is. He I mean, he's very movie. clearly an uninteresting asshole. That's why they go out of their way to like have him do this like background monologue thing about the time he was talking to his football coach or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like when I talk to Jake most of the out. time. He's talking about nonsense sports nobody gives a shit about. This is rude. This is <laughs> no, the, no, 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 no. What Jake does is interesting. What this guy does is actively, Thanks. they wrote this character specifically specifically to be uninteresting. But he didn't need to be in the movie is the nitpick. Well, Agreed. And, and the other nitpick is, it is it is never worth remarking upon that two different people in the history of the world have ordered a whiskey that like have the same <laughs> drink, Scotch which rocks. is a whiskey rocks. Yeah, not even a particular whiskey rocks, just a whiskey. Rocks. I considered going whiskey rocks. I did too, and then I was like, that actually probably make me lose <laughs> because of that exact point. <laughs> yeah, it's just everyone. Yeah, and what thought- kind of whiskey is it? Just whiskey. Just whiskey. whiskey, I also thought Mark was going to go rosé. Jack and I had a sidebar about that. Yeah, Jake and I were talking in a side chat. What are the odds that Mark has? I I texted, I said to Jake, what are the odds that Mark picks rosé? And Jake said, I mean, yes. (laughs) That's the answer. Uh, If it were a summer month, then yes, probably. Oh, we're not in rosé season anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a spring and summer You're type a thing. discerning rosé drinker. Are we Don't done? fuck on me. My last, done? My <laughs> last nitpick is when, when Drew is hiding from the, the woman's boyfriend, yeah. who's she's been missing for days, right? Yeah. He climbs into that truck bed without moving any shock, any inches. Right. It's not hard. It's not easy to just, like disappear around the corner and then vault over into the bed of an F-150. You're going to Without the person who's six inches from you noticing. The truck bed will move. The whole truck will compress at least a little bit. It will move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's my last pick. Not great. I I have one, which is that pertussis is a weird, weird flex. Weird flex, you guys. (laughs) The whole... There's this, like, emotional poignancy based around... And I... Look... I will apologize at the front if this was actually based in reality, but there are like 20 kids that die a year from pertussis and they're all three months or younger. So basing your sob story around a three year old that dies of pertussis is like, that's like a one in a, that never happens in the United States or Canada, wherever this is supposed to take place. My six year old kid died of SIDS. (laughs) Yeah. There's this 25 year old died of SIDS. Yeah, Look, I mean, but, I mean, but that's what I'm saying is it's like, not only is this a disease that you can easily immunize against in three-year-olds with the Tdap or DTAP, whatever the fuck it's called, vaccine, but like, this only affects, as a result of that, this only affects kids that are three months or younger. Yeah. So, 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 so where did pertussis come from? I just want to know. I just want to know from the writer's side, what, where, why, why, where did this come from? Mark, you are what out a weird of limb here because it's definitely one of two locations, right? It's either they were Googling for weird kid diseases and found one that they didn't understand, or 
this actually did happen. Somebody did lose a kid to this, and you're really shitting on someone's actual experience. I am pro- possibly really shitting on some kids ex- exist or some experience, whatever, <laughs> some kids' existence. But I did, I did go out and look at this. The CDC has statistics on how frequently this happens. The CDC and has statistics on everything, Mark. That's not true, <laughs> really, at all. It's CDC so true. isn't known as a bureau of statistics. It just knows when diseases happen. Okay, let's okay. get the that's, that's it. Things? That's what we did it. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's it. We did it. Go to ratings. We're going to ratings. Disease things. We over at ADC Horror use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how Ethan Turner would rate Lisa Turner's Fred Schneider impression. I have no idea why I have Fred Schneider's solo album. <laughs> Why did I buy this funky little purchase? Is, it, is, that your, is that your Fred Schneider? Yeah. Why did I buy this funky little purchase? Yeah, we have our own Freds. Okay. And for 10, think about Adam would rate Blake's acting ability. You are a really good actor. <laughs> Thank you. You're like Sean William Scott. You're at a Sean William Scott level. Stories, the first category to rate these movies. This was my pick. I'm going to rate it for story. I'm giving it a six. It's a complicated rating because I think it is a very simplistic story, but in a good way, right? It's it's unique, and they executed on it well, so they, they're not doing anything particularly innovative or, or like, super new, but, but it is a unique story done well. They use simplicity right. I'm having trouble giving it above a six, but I am giving it a six. Jake. I gave it a six and a half, largely the same reason. I think that there is some novelty here. I haven't seen a lot of movies about a shape-shifting being that's rifling through people like this, and it added a love story component, so that's cool. Yeah, also, I like the vague allusions to the Skinwalker thing from Native Lore. That's that's cool. Too. I don't know if... Okay. Yeah. That be a, would that be a cryptid? Yes, that would. <laughs> it I is a cryptid movie. Know that Suck I, it. I don't know that I agree with that. Oh, Mark, what's your story rating? I gave it a six. We're all in lockstep. This is, it's good at a very high level. The more you zoom in and try and digest it, the more it falls apart, which is why it's pretty close to average. It is a perfect movie for starting. It's a perfect starting point for like philosophical rumination, but like don't use it as evidence beyond just the jumping off point. That's, that's not where it's good. Yep. It's not good at that point. Yep. World building and immersion is our second category, and I'm going to give it a six for world building and immersion as well. I think they don't do a whole lot to build a world apart from this idea of the bar and the dog, and like that's that's kind of minimal stuff. And <laughs> but it, it's a dog. You hated the dog, for the record. No, I hated that the dog was clean. I like the concept of the dog, Mark. You don't listen to me. You never listen to me. Uh, but I, I New I, Year's I, resolution. Sorry, bud. I think they do a pretty good job from an immersion standpoint. Uh, this hit me a lot differently than it hit Mark. I think Mark's score is going to be a lot lower, but I was immersed yep. in this thing kind of from start to finish. Where this is losing points for me is on the world-building part, not on the immersion part, because I was kind of in from start to finish when I was, I was I was watching some parts of it worried about how the protagonist is going to continue his existence or whether or not he should, and when I wasn't worried about that, I was worried about his victims. So like that worked for me really well. I thought this was a pretty immersive movie. Jake... I mean, I wouldn't say that I was in from start to finish, and I would not say this is a pretty immersive movie, but I did give it the same score as you, which is a six. (laughs) Uh, I I think this did enough for me to be semi-invested for most 
of it. And the fact that the runtime is short means that you're rifling through a lot of stuff fairly quickly. And that inherently is going to keep me more invested. So it's kind of like Mark said earlier. By and large, like you have the problem that you would have with or the benefits that you would have with an anthology with this movie. And it's if you don't like something, wait around and then you might like the next thing that you see. That's exactly how I felt with this one. And it ended up being just a little above average for me in my ability to stay in tune with it. <laughs> Weird way to say that. But yeah, in t- sure. Tune, yeah. Jack. Mark. Uh, we're actually not that far off. I gave it a five. I was not particularly immersed in this, but it's also just not my type of movie. I feel like the subjective part of my ratings should be held until overall. And the object, like I could understand that this is a relatively engrossing movie. We have struggled as a group to try and figure out where the fuck this world is supposed to be. So I have a hard time giving it any credit for, world building aside from that there is a bar and there is a barn those are the two things that it has and that's in infall- like that, that those are the only two things we agree on at this point everything else is just an interconnected random set of sets yeah <laughs> okay I, it's good thing it's I, into, okay yeah it's good thing it's what do you have more to say no, that's going to take us into scare. <laughs> scare factor. Or judicious like thereof in this case. Is our third category. I'm going to give it a six for scare factor. Look, I found Why? this to be. Okay. What? 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 Jack, hold on. Take a deep breath. What? <laughs> Pause. What? <laughs> that was a scary movie. Hold on. Let me, take some no- let me take some notes for the end of the year. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need to. I'm not taking You notes. aren't, by the way. I'm not. Yeah. Notes. You don't think that's that stupid a score? Uh, no, I'll just remember. It's burned <laughs> into my memory. It's fine. I think this is a scary movie conceptually. I think this is a movie that lends to you being scared both for the protagonist and for the protagonist's victims. I like all of that. There are gory scenes that I thought were very effective. There are body horror scenes that I thought were very effective. And all of that leads to a movie that, on the whole, you're never that comfortable watching. I thought this was pretty goddamn scary. Um, it's it's never like super bone chilling or anything like that. But I, I, it's it's unique to have a movie where you're scared both for the victims and for the protagonist. And so it gets a higher score for me. It's a six. Jake, mm. I was not scared for either. Was the result that I felt. Um. <laughs> I don't know, Jack. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who can't. Talk. I'm I'm a little this. I'm a little shook by what you just said. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> you um, disagree with reasoning? I'm disagreeing with everything. <laughs> I, I disagree with almost everything that's happened I, in the last I, 45 seconds. I I I gave this a three. This to me is take a step back. This is a movie that you are following the shapeshifter throughout. He is the narrator of everything and. Therefore, you are to kind of like sympathize or understand what's going on. And he presents everything in such a way that like you're just kind of like with him on this trip. So that takes away from any of the like moments where there is a particularly large amount of tension. As you get into the rhythm that the movie presents, like I guess there's like a more of a cast of characters here. But I don't ever feel fear for them because there's no work done there's nothing that you would equate to like a jump scare that happens in this movie either it's just not like nothing about this movie scared me you're not giving it credit for the body horror stuff either i mean there's there's 
I I'm like, gonna put some of this stuff in the next category. I think I the the only thing that I'll say in addition to what we've talked about as like so far is that I think that the interesting thing here is that this is kind of an adult fears type movie. Like this is a dude's, we talked about the metaphor. Like this is kind of a a metaphor for what you could experience in life. We didn't know what the metaphor was though. I disagree. That is is where the fear would come in though. And it's kind of like a revelatory type thing. And that's if you subscribe to what that ultimately is. I think if you take out the last scene, this movie is scary from both perspectives. When you try to figure out what everything's about. Oh my God. Okay. No, I disagree. Mark. I also disagree. I gave this a one. This is not a scary movie. A this, one? A one. This, yeah, this is a, this is a one, and this is as solid a one as I think I've ever given. This That's definitely not, not scary true. to anyone ever. This passes both tests of what scare effects should be. I have two. One, could I take my Mormon friends to watch this, and would they be bothered by it? Passes that one. None of my Mormon friends would be upset by this movie whatsoever. Not the Two, stabbing scene. If I went back in time and showed coke. this to myself as like a five-year-old, would my five-year-old self, who was very fragile, be upset by this? No. I think no, he would not be. Everything you just said is very stupid. <clears throat> the point, you cool, good analysis. The point here is that they're using horror as a backdrop for a pseudo discussion of like what being is and what consciousness is and all this other stuff. Yeah. But they're not actually like using it. They're not leveraging the horror side. They're using a horror backdrop to ask a question. This isn't, this is a horror movie in the sense that that's the concept, but it's not a horror movie in the sense that that's what's delivered. This is a one. It's not, uh, it's not a scary movie. This is at best a Twilight Zone episode. A Twilight Zone episode does not have the gore or body horror that this movie has. I, yeah, but I'm also on record as saying that I do not factor gore in. I also don't understand body horror. I, that's also not on record as that, but I'm just historically very incapable of understanding what that, body horror that is part, as that a part, concept. That part is. I also think you've wildly overestimated what Mormons are capable of dealing with in a movie. I don't think they'd like the coke too much. They would yeah, like I, the I'm the one who has the least amount of experience here. That's true. They might be disturbed by the coke usage. No, no, no. no. They, they would be disturbed by the coke. They'd be disturbed by the stabbing. They'd be disturbed by the throat slitting. They'd be disturbed by the body horror. No, this is not a good movie for Mormons. Cool. Okay. Well, that's probably still a one in that case. <laughs> Jack's, Jack's really arguing I'm, that you should give it a two, I think. No, no, it's not a two. This is not a two. It's a one. This is definitively, I am hard in this case. This is a one. This is just should be a one. I this find is, I find the angle that both of you took very interesting. Uh, the, the, the fact that this is the lowest possible score you could give is... Astonishing. You gave from me. Dust Till Dawn a Technically, zero. I could give it so a zero. <laughs> you gave from Dust Till Dawn a zero, so I can, you can go fuck yourself right now. You yeah. can go fuck yourself. That's not on record. It's very on record. It's not on it record. Is, there's no, Jack, there's... Effects. effects are judicious like thereof is the next category. It's very <laughs> on record. I'm going to give it a five for effects are judicious like thereof. I think they do a good job with a lot of aspects of it. I think from a cinematography perspective, I think this does really interesting things, especially with the narration, where as the narration trails off, the cinematography stops focusing on the central theme of a shot and focuses on like the background and, and the fo- you, you lose focus on the central parts, which is really interesting. 
I think that the the actual like when we're talking about practical practical effects versus CGI or stuff, those are those are a little bit rough. There's really good practical, there's really bad CG. So it's kind of down the middle for me on that. But but the fact that they have these really cool effects, the focus is definitely on the practical rather than the CG. So it's I mean it's it's a tale of two different ratings here. They do a lot of really cool stuff. There's a lot of really bad stuff. I think they're they're inhibited by their budget but also do a lot of really cool stuff with their budget so it's a five for me jake i don't know how much of this is me being surprised at what was ultimately put to screen given what this movie was which would not be a fair rating but i'm trying to give it a fair shake i was a little bit surprised uh at the amount of practical that was used in this movie and then you add on to that like the sound definitely didn't get in the way and it did better than that for a lot of the movie. I'm not going to say it shined through, but, like, no problems with the sound. And then on top of that, too, you have what I think was, like, pretty good cinematography. That was something that I was noticing as the movie progressed, and I was starting to be like, this is gaining steam. I thought that there were quite a few different sequences that were pretty well shot, were potting action elsewhere, but... How they film dialogue, A-okay with me. I end up giving this a six and a, six and a half. Six and half. Six and half. Mark. I also gave it a six and half. Uh, and Jake just encapsulated my thoughts perfectly. I have nothing else to add there. But Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a mostly Jesus like thereof. The one thing that's funny is we have not talked, I don't think at all, about the cocoon. It was a cocoon. What were your guys' thoughts on the cocoon? It was a sack on a bed that he burst out of. It looked fine. It, yeah, it looked fine. It was clearly practical, enhanced by CG, and it looked fine. Was it enhanced by CG? I actually thought that was like the purely practical part of it. it. I thought practical. it looked pretty good. I thought the shininess of it was definitely CG. I gave the, it. Well, I think they just drizzled a shitload of fucking like syrup over it. No, I think the highlights and lowlights were enhanced by CG. But it, either way, it looked fine. I don't know about that. The highlights. Man. Wait, hold on. The highlights and the lowlights. Yes, both. We have that technology. No, I mean no. yes. I thought, okay, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to do a thing here, and you're not playing into my hand. I thought that the cocoon part looked good. I actually gave it substantial credit for that scene. All right, it's going to take us into overall, and it's going to be a six for me overall. I was pleasantly surprised with how good the movie was. I think it, it has its flaws, but ultimately it's a very enjoyable experience. Pretty good movie. Jake? I gave it a six and a half. Bit of a roundup for me. I agree with that sentiment, though. Mark? I went lower. I gave it a four. This is a movie I would sparingly recommend. I think this is like a movie to recommend to certain people if they're in for a specific type of movie, but this is not going to be like at the top of my list for just like fun movies. This isn't, I didn't enjoy this movie. Not all movies have to be fun. fun. But I think, I don't know. I, I made the decision a long time ago that I kind of just want to have fun watching movies. Okay, we're just going to watch 90s and early aughts, like, bangers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Mark's thought processes yeah. are becoming yeah. very clear to me. They're all look, elucidating themselves. I, I think that, but but I if you, look, if you want to have a philosophical experience, there are better movies than this. We'll talk about one later when we get on to Coherence. And if you want to have a fun experience, there are better movies than this. So, like, when am I Agreed. when am I going to recommend this? This but is an interesting movie because, a- like, this is the closest we've gotten in recent months to a movie I would recommend to my parents, as an example. 
but like you, they you, might actually find this interesting. But you give this a four, uh, an yes. F level four. It's not really an F. I mean, a four is an F. N- that's not how I. No, no, no. no. Well, well, hold on, five, because five you and are a half on record is as berating me for giving something a D that I gave a six to. So you do subscribe to the letter grades. Okay, yeah, I do subscribe to the letter grades. But you know what? There are a lot of people who got Fs and went on to be great. Like Albert Einstein or whatever. Albert Einstein. You know, he was bad at math, except he wasn't. That's a total myth. Yeah. 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 He got. I heard he didn't like school or something. He was too bored. I gave gave this movie a four. This is where I'm bringing in the subjective thing. I did not enjoy watching this movie. That's That's what I'm saying. That's fair. This is the subjective category. Yes, the one we... subjective category in our objectively perfect rating system. <laughs> exactly. Yep. That's why it's objectively perfect. Okay, we're going to thumbs up, thumbs down. It's going to be a thumbs up from me. Hmm. Jake has to actually... I mean, we know it's a thumbs down from Mark. Mark, man. No, it's a thumbs up from me. Oh, okay. Interesting. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Why not live this best... This is, I'm living my best life over here. I'm giving it a thumbs up. I'd like Give to it hear- a four, it's a thumbs up. I'd like to hear more about that, please. <laughs> this is a recommendable movie. I, I think you have to be careful with how you couch this, but I do understand why this is on the best of 2019 lists. It did not jive with me, but if there are people, like if, if someone comes to me and wants a more thoughtful movie, then this is going to be close to a the top of the list. That's fair. I gave it a thumbs up too. Jack, by the way, that's how you do this thumbs up category. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Doesn't have to be what you gave it. Dependent. We've had this argument like seven times. I don't know why what, you're coming at me here. What he because we had a whole thing here. about this. What he did was perfect. It was great. I don't know why you're coming I at me. I did not here. expect to get this level of support, but I appreciate it. I agree with I you. I thought I was going to get ruthlessly berated for this. No, thing. this is how you so, do this. This the, is the wonderful. Thumbs up, thumbs down I, is not supposed to be, I didn't like this, or I gave this a sub five and a half, so therefore thumbs down. It's what does people. I can't get past him giving this a one for Scare Factor. I can't get past That's how stupid that weird take, take That's a weird take, man. Oh, my God. You guys both had weird takes. Mine was perfect. Can we leave, please? Well, we please. can leave, but I don't want to agree that yours was perfect. I do not agree to that. Yours I agree too- to it. I agree. Hold on. I agree. Yours was too high. His was too low. Mine was great. This has been episode 160 <laughs> of the A to Z Whorecast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to A to Z Whore.com or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Now, those links are all down there in the description below, along with some other links with some things that we mentioned in this episode. There's a short, There's a short movie out, down there. As yep. Jack had mentioned earlier on. Guys. We have a Patreon. If you're interested in listening and hanging out and getting some extra content, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member. If not, you're still here hanging out. That's cool, too. We're just appreciating the fact that you're hanging out with us, and we're not going to change anything that we do, and we're going to bring the same content to you. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. There are links down there in the description below as well. And next week, we're getting right back to those movies that are in Mark's wheelhouses. Woo! Wheelhouse singular. However, it's a Jake pick, which is weird. I did this for some friends, though, so we're going to see how this goes. Uh, we're checking out Resident Evil next week. Mark's going to love this shit. Hell... And until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. We'll see you one week from now. Have a great week, everybody. I hope you guys like lasers.
P-A-W-G. It's an internet thing. Look it up, Boomer. Uh, dude, I'm... Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>